Sunday Meditation June 17, 1979 LL Research Channeling Hatan Carla Channeling I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. It is a very great pleasure to greet each of you this evening, and we especially greet those who are new to this group and welcome you to our expression of love for your people. We are aware that you are somewhat apprehensive, and thus we would like to pause at this time so that we may send you the energy that this instrument has called conditioning in order that you might feel more relaxed. We will pause at this time. I am Hatan. I am again with this instrument. We are grateful for your patience in deepening the contact. We now have good contact with this instrument and good harmony in the group. This evening, we of the Confederation of Planets, in service to the Infinite Creator, would like to share with you a little story which you may find interesting. There are many trees, my friends, but this is the story of only one tree. As a small seed, it was carried in the clothing of a not particularly cleanly fellow for several years, you might say in the cuff of his trousers. It was dark, and the seed would have liked to have grown, but it could not. The environment was not correct. One day at the beach, this small winged seed fell from the cuff of the trousers of the man as he walked, and it lay there on the sand and again it tried to grow, but it could not, for the conditions were not correct for its blossoming. And one day a wind picked up the seed and carried it far, far inland, blowing it on the winds of change. And over this the seed had no conscious control. When it landed it saw the sun and felt beneath itself the grass and the rains came and watered the grass, and the seedling put forth its tiny roots. With infinite patience, and with an instinctual awareness that time fulfills its purposes harmoniously, the seed became buried, put forth young shoots, dropped its leaves, and began the process of living as it grew, it gave off oxygen to the air, being of service to those beings who breathed that sweet and healthy substance who lived nearby. Its harvest was collected, and the beauty of the tree, the delicacy of it in the spring, and the inaudible richness of its colors in the autumn made many stop to envision the beauty of nature. We ask you to realize, my friends, that you do not have, or should not have, pride in your existence or your importance. For that which you are, you are because of the winds of change working upon that which is instinctually yours. You unlike the tree, my friends. 
There's a pause here as the telephone rings and the call is attended to. I am with this instrument. I am known to you as Hatan. We are very sorry for the interruption. However, we felt the one known as Carla would desire to receive the call which was just received, and therefore we helped her to let her chore of turning off the phone slip from her. Due to her absent-mindedness, we find this very easy to accomplish with this instrument. I will continue at this time. As we were saying, my friends, you, as beings of conscious volition over your destiny, are unlike the tree, which has a destiny without free will. Its wisdom is given it freely, and it reaches for the sun and is of service to the creation without hesitation or doubt. Those of you who enjoy the density which you call earth and are subject to the emotions and the difficulties of free will are aware that, in many cases, you cannot intellectually know that part of yourself which is the sum of all that you are. You are surrounded by a dense chemical illusion in which your true identity is rather well buried. But you are quite unique, each of you. There is no, shall we say, tree like unto you. And the winds that blow forever changeably must blow each of you to a different spot before it is the proper time for you to grow and come into your own as conscious servers of the creation. You may think that you do not have the capacity as people to blossom and be of great use to each other. But I say unto you, my friends, it is as instinctual to you to turn towards the light and the love of the Creator as it is for the tree. It is simply less easy for you to penetrate the busyness of your daily lives, the limitations and apparent difficulties and find within yourselves that seed which is very simple. That seed is that part of you which is a unique vibration of love. In order to reach that part of yourself, we believe that a good method, and surely the quickest method available to you, is daily meditation. Among your peoples, this is considered a difficult thing to achieve, for there is, shall we say, no time. May we ask you, my friends, to make the time. If you knew that there was a reward for an action a million times greater than that of money or power or sensual pleasure, would you not indeed then pursue a course of action in that general direction? Yet, this is what we say to your peoples. We ask them to awaken from their journey through power and money and the buffeting of the senses by good and bad feelings. And we ask them to take conscious control of that journey by realizing that they cannot direct their lives but only their selves, their inward and substantial selves, to not give a thought to where you are or to what conditions you may be in. From this point, my friends, seek the one simple truth of the Creator 
your identity. At this point, I would like to transfer the contact to the one known as T. I am Hatan. Still Carla channeling. I am again with this instrument. We thank you for your patience, and we thank the one known as T for the opportunity to work with him. When an instrument has not practiced for some time, it is sometimes a little while before this type of service becomes easy again. At this time, I would like to open the meeting to questions. H. I have a question. I keep reading in the literature, metaphysical literature, psychic literature, that there are seven levels, seven states of consciousness, seven heavens, or something of this sort. Is this a valid concept? Hatan. We are aware of the question. I am Hatan. You are no doubt familiar with the concept of quantum mechanics, and also with the octave which you may find on any piano. There are, in a major scale, as this instrument would put it, seven different notes, having a relationship to each other which is pleasant. And then there is an octave. In that octave there is an identity, top note with bottom note, and the tonality begins again. Thus it is with quanta, where you have just so much occurring within a quantum, and then there is a leap, shall we say, to another set of configurations. There has often been in your culture the term seventh heaven heard, and it is only one of many popular beliefs that there is not only a heaven but that there are various heavens for those who have done various things. Your rather primitive Christian dogma would limit one's heavens to two, one good and one bad, with a rather neutral zone in between for those who have not yet decided whether to be bad or good. This is not accurate. There are indeed seven levels within the realm within the next dimension, or quantum, from you. This plane has been called by theosophists the astral plane. Beyond that quantum there is a further octave of seven, and that plane is sometimes called the devacanic. Beyond that plane there is another octave of seven which is sometimes called spiritual by your people. Beyond that plane, few among your peoples who are incarnate upon your planet have traveled. There are an infinite number of octaves in the heavenly music. The number seven, however, is the number of completeness, for that is, shall we say, the scale of vibrations within each quantum. Does this answer your question, my brother? H. Yes, thank you. Except, I would like to know now in which octave or in which level of an octave are you? Hatan. Well, we are speaking only for ourselves, 
for we are only one of over 500 civilizations which take part in this operation concerning planet Earth, the planet of sadness at this time. We ourselves vibrate within the fifth octave. You vibrate within the third. There are many in the confederation which vibrate in the sixth and some in the fourth. We have three among our number who, through vibrating in the third dimension, have done so in such harmony that they are able to aid us in spite of the gross physical illusion that they are experiencing and are able to aid us by thought. So you see, my friends, your condition is not hopeless. Your bodies do not pin you down as specimens pinned under a glass table. It is your minds that imprison you by accepting the illusion. We ask you, therefore, to open your minds to the freedom of realizing that there are infinite illusions and that your imagination has the freedom and the right to play among them as at will. H. Well, what did the Apostle Paul mean when he said he was caught up to the third heaven? Hatan. The octave directly above you is the fourth and is called by the one whom you call Paul the Apostle, the spiritual kingdom. There are seven levels to this kingdom and, as we have said, its modern or theosophical term is astral. In this heavenly universe, that which is not apparent while you are in the physical body, namely the reality of thought and the illusion of matter, become obvious. Thus, as Paul was caught up, depending on his vibration, into the matching portion of the spiritual kingdom, he was able to do that which in his physical body he desired to do most, which was to worship and praise the Creator. Does this answer your question? H. Yes, except I have one more. If we are in the third octave, what are the two octaves below us? Hatan. As you are well aware, when you have your television set upon channel 3, you cannot see channel 2. Thus, we cannot show you the first and second octaves of existence, except to say to you that in comparison to them, yours is a much more interesting and beneficial octave. The second octave of existence being two-dimensional, shall we say, and the first existing as the birthplace or point from which the great cycle of being begins. H. That's all for now. Thank you very much. I'll leave it to others. Hatan. As you know, it is always we who are the thankers, for to share our thoughts with you is our only desire. Is there another question at this time? Questioner. Yes, I have a question about reincarnation. Why is it when we do not know anything about our former lives and how, if we do not know these things, can we change direction? 
we do not know what took place before, we do not know what we have to learn and what we have experienced. So how can we... We are chasing around in the dark without knowing what it's all about. Why are these lives not known to us? Why is there not some light turned on these things? Hatan. We will attempt to explain to you the reason for a lack of memory of past experiences. Though it is not an easy concept, you must realize that you are not helpless, but are instead a person of free will with the opportunity to meditate and to seek the kernel of love that lies within you at this time. In previous existences, the experiences that you have had have generated within you certain biases. Thus, some people are born with native love and others without it. Some with native goodness and others without it. Some with great native intelligence, others with very little. Some with great talent, others who seem quite ordinary. These biases form the personality which you bring into this world. But other than that, you have the opportunity to begin wherever you are and become a loving being. This is the only test upon your level. If you knew all that you have done before, your mind would be attempting to carry you through all of the lessons you had learned before. This is too much for the mind to deal with. It is enough that you have this incarnation to deal with. The fruits of former incarnations dwell within your spirit. Again, we go back to meditation. If you have a difficult relationship or a difficult concept to conquer, meditate and request that light be given to you upon this subject. When you can say, I have no past and I have no future, but at this moment I hate no man. I love all beings and all those with whom I may have any score to settle. Those things I have settled with. At this point, you are beginning to be able to pass the great test of this vibration. It is a difficult one, and it is to show love in the darkness when you seem to be by yourself, not knowing that, in reality, those who love you on the other planes of existence are all about you. Those who love you in this life but cannot speak are, without words, supporting you. All these things you cannot know, but above all, you cannot know by mind alone that which must be given to you by direct intuition of the truth. The one simple truth, my friends, that we are all one and that we must love one another. Many of your masters have spoken to you of this, and we can only repeat it. It is the only lesson worth learning. Past lifetimes? They are a kaleidoscope. They are you. But so are your future lifetimes. Imagine yourself as part of a great circle where consciousness dwells within this part of it at this time. 
but all that you must do at this time is meditate and seek the love of the Creator. And then, when you have it, send it forth. As we have said, this is not an easy concept. Does this in any way begin to answer your question? Questioner. Yes, thank you. Hatan. We thank you. Is there another question at this time? If there are no more questions that you wish to ask at this time, I would like to attempt to close this meeting through the one known as E. I am Hatan. Still Carla channeling. I am again with this instrument. We had a good contact with the one known as E, but she is very fatigued, and we feel that it is not, at this time, a good idea to use her. Therefore, we shall close through this instrument. As you know, we are with you at any time that you may request our presence. We ask that you listen to the words of this channel with great discrimination, for we are not much wiser than you, but only a little. We ask that you take what you need, and we thank you for allowing us to love each of you, for it is only by loving you that we can express our love of the infinite Creator. I leave you in His love, in His light. I am known to you as Hatan. It is my privilege to be with this group. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Boragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One infinite creator.